you'd probably react the way the father did. Young lady, you will not ever talk to me like that. To your room now. All your privileges are revoked and you're grounded for a month. Now that makes sense to me and there's nothing wrong with that. Only it won't teach her anything or get to the root of the issue. This was a huge missed opportunity for the dad and it will have repercussions throughout this girl's teenage years and life. Now, is there any justification or excuse for what the daughter said? Never. But here's the missed opportunity. What if the father had said this? Honey, I know that you know using that language in my home is unacceptable. I also know that you know the consequences for using that language are extremely severe. And yet you said it anyway. And that tells me that the frustration and pain beyond that language must be greater than your fear of the consequences. And that makes my heart break. See, I'm not interested right now in sending you to your room. What I am interested in is this. I want to discover if I have played a part in that pain or frustration. Because if I have, I want to own that and change and heal that. Now, this may not be about me. But so I want to find out what's causing this. Is it something at school, a boy, friends, friends picking on you? So I'm going to go for a walk. And if you're interested, I'd love for you to come walk with me. I promise I will not lecture, argue, or try to prove that I'm right. I simply want to listen to you. Now, is that hard to do? Absolutely. But watch the two outcomes. In the first scenario, the father has just reinforced that narrative that runs through his brain. My daughter is defiant and difficult. If she were just easier and changed, we'd have a great relationship. He doesn't want to own his part, so he has now further isolated himself from her, physically and emotionally. I can tell you where that goes with a teenage girl. She's going to be the one that high school boys find easy, the one with daddy issues who boys can spot a mile away, needy and craving attention and affection. But look at the missed opportunity. The father missed an opportunity to hear his daughter say, Dad, I, I don't feel like you like me as much as my sister, and it hurts that you spend so much time with her. And the father could have been honest and said, You know what, honey? I have struggled to connect with you. I love you more than you know, but I'm afraid I haven't shown you that I like you. So why don't we walk and think of two or three activities we could begin doing together every week? I'd love that time with you. As a kid, I know what the girl would have said halfway through this walk. The girl would cry and apologize. Dad, I shouldn't have said that to you. I'm really sorry. She may even give herself a harsher consequence than you would have. See, you can force an apology. I want an apology right now, young lady. But then you just get sorry. But when you lead with humility, it leads to contrition. That takes some emotional vulnerability and honesty. Are you willing to do that? Most of us are going to blow it in that situation. Again, it's a great opportunity to teach through humility and example. The dad in the first scenario, after calming down, could have knocked on his daughter's bedroom door or sent her a text apologizing. Honey, you know, I, I shouldn't have overreacted like I did in the moment. I'm sorry. Would you like to go for a walk with me now? 
See how that works? You're going to blow it sometimes, but learn how to recover, and you'll teach your kids the same resilience and humility. Question, are kids more defiant these days? Yes, they are. But you know who else is different? We are. Parents are more stressed, more anxious, and more demanding in many ways. We hover over our kids and we micromanage them. When we were kids, we had a lot more space and time to ourselves. We have created this ridiculously fast-paced lifestyle. There's much less stability in our society. We move more. We get divorced. Our routines are shattered. So it makes sense to me that kids resist more often now. Now, my assumption is that you have kids that are really, really bright, and they have these great brains that are always working and thinking and plotting. They're purposeful kids who have a sense of what they want in life with very definite opinions. And they